you remember a time when you really felt like you made a difference? When I was in college, um, I got really involved in an organization called Habitat for Humanity. And, um, and one of the ideas that, that hit me um, is I, I, I started wondering, what if I got a whole bunch of my fellow college students all together and we raised enough money to single-handedly fund a Habitat home? And then as college students, we, we supplied all the labor to, to build that home. What, what if we did that during our college experience? And uh, so I, I kind of became obsessed with that project. And um, then through the years, came up with all different sorts of crazy fundraising ideas to try and raise all the money for, for the home. And uh, my favorite idea was um, heard about this mud mask company that was giving away a $10,000 cash prize for the group that could get the most people together in a picture wearing the mud mask product. So um, we assemb- I assembled almost a thousand people down at Millette Hall at Miami University. And, um, and we had a photographer there and uh, everybody put the, the mud mask stuff on their faces. And we got this picture and we actually ended up winning the $10,000. It was awesome. But one little oversight was that we got permission to use the gym, but they didn't unlock any of the bathrooms. So the whole process of taking the picture, it took a while. And then it was about a 20-minute walk back home. And so as we're trekking back home, all of a sudden, the, the little fine print on the back of the Mudmass product that says, you should only leave this on for 10 minutes, started to, it, we started to realize why those words were there. Everybody's face was burning, just absolutely burning. So we get home, right? And, and everyone, everyone washes off the, the, the mud mask product. And I'm not kidding you, for the rest of the weekend, everyone looked like they had a ridiculous sunburn. It was, it was terrible. Like, I mean, I, I, oh man, it was, it was not a good scene. But, but here's the thing. We all came together to make a difference. And, and to this day, um, we remember that, man, there is a Habitat house in Oxford, Ohio that is standing there because of what a group of crazy college students decided to do together. Well, today we're going to come together as a church to make a difference. Today marks the beginning of Be Rich. Now, Be Rich, in case you're not familiar with what that is, it's Grace's annual generosity campaign where it's not a generosity campaign for the church. It's a generosity campaign for our community. It's where we come together, all together, to make a difference. And where we get the the word be rich is from 1 Timothy 6.18, where Paul writes these words, command them to do good, to be rich in good deeds, and to be generous and willing to share. So what we're going to do over this three-part series is we're going to come together, and in this first part, we're going to give, then next part, we're going to serve, and then in part three, we're going to love all together to make a difference in our community. You know, um, some of my favorite words of Jesus are where he said, it is more blessed to give than to receive. Think about those words for a minute. Because the more you think about those words, it's more blessed to give than to receive. The more profound they actually are. I mean, think about it. It's pretty cool to receive, isn't it? I mean, we all love to get that great gift or have somebody bless us in some way. But what Jesus is actually saying here is that it's even cooler, it's even more blessed to give. Now, 
You can probably think of that time where you got to really make a difference in somebody's life or in some cause. You remember that time? I want you to just take a second right now just to remember that moment and how you felt in that moment. And in fact, I want to just invite you to just say a a one-sentence prayer thanking God that he gave you that opportunity to be able to make a difference in someone's life. You know, one of the great things in this life is to truly be able to make a difference, to actually do something. You know what kind of bums me out these days? It seems like as a society, we've come to this place where it's almost like we're more interested in making a point than in making a difference. You know what I mean? Like, when did we get so concerned about what we believe about everything? Like, when did that happen? And, and, and this, this is plaguing churches. You know, it's like, what do you believe about this? What's your position on this? And you know, what's so interesting to me as I think about this, the early church's belief system was so incredibly simple. And I love simple. You know, I don't even go to Cheesecake Factory, man, because that menu, it's like 72 pages long. I want simple, right? The early church was was so simple in its in its belief and this is what it was there was one core belief that those first followers at early church had and it was this Jesus is God that was it that was the one core belief that Jesus is God and and how did everybody know that Jesus is God well because he was dead he'd been crucified and then He appeared, he was alive, resurrected, and he appeared to hundreds of his followers. And so they were going around. And if you read through the book of Acts and you read through those early New Testament letters, you see over and over and over again, they're really just hammering on one thing. Jesus is God. He's raised from the dead. That's why we follow him. Now, this one belief that Jesus is God, it hinged on one action. No, it's not a whole bunch of do's and don'ts. It's not all those different commandments that you see in the Bible. Jesus made it incredibly simple. One action for followers of Jesus. You may have heard these words before. Jesus says, John 13, 34. He said to his disciples, just before he went to the cross, these words are true for us today. He said, a new command I give you, love one another. As I have loved you, so you must love one another. So the one belief of the early church is that Jesus is God. And the one action that hinged on that belief was love like Jesus. As I have loved you, so you must love one another. And that was it. 
I wish we could get back to that today. You know, all these other things that, that are dividing churches and, and just causing all sorts of rifts everywhere. These, these things we debate and, and we, we think about and we discuss and we, we talk about. Are all these other beliefs important? Absolutely they are. Are they, are they worth the fight? Are they worth the discussion? Many times, yes, they are. But are they as important as this one belief that Jesus is God and that we are to love like him? The answer is no, they're not. You see, it's not about making a point. It's not about what you believe about X or Y or Z. As a Jesus follower, it's about making a difference. And don't take my word for it. I want you to look at the very next words that Jesus said after he gave this one action that we're supposed to, to hold, which is to love as he loved. He says these words, John 13, 35. By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples if you love one another. Notice he doesn't say, if you believe X or Y or Z. He says, no, the way that everyone's going to know is if you love one another. We're to believe that Jesus is God and we are to love like him. Now, the first followers of Jesus totally got this. I want you to look at these words from the Apostle Paul to his protege, Timothy. And I want you to notice, this is 1 Timothy chapter 6, verses 17 through 19. This is like his final charge to Timothy. These are his final instructions. Basically, like, if you forget everything else, here's what I want you to pass along to these other followers of Jesus. Check out what Paul writes. He says, Command those who are rich in this present world not to be arrogant, nor to put their hope in wealth, which is so uncertain, but to put their hope in God, who richly provides us with everything for our enjoyment. Now notice, he's saying he he's addressing those who are rich in this present world. Now, I don't know that there's a single one of us right now who feels rich, man, with inflation and with where the stock market's going and everything else. We definitely don't feel rich, but here's the reality. Relatively speaking to the rest of the world, we absolutely are. And what Paul is saying to you and to me is he's saying, whatever you do, don't put your hope in wealth, okay? Don't put it here. Put your hope in God. Put your hope here because money is going to come and go. You can't count on it, but you can always count on God. And then in verse 18, and this is where we get the whole inspiration and the theme for this three-part series. He says, command them to do good, to be rich in good deeds, and to be generous and willing to share. So, Paul's basically saying, look, if you want to know this one action to love like Jesus, what does it look like? How do we love like Jesus loves? This is what it looks like. Be rich in good deeds, be rich in generosity, and be rich in your willingness to share. And then in verse 19, he says these amazing words. He says, in this way, they will lay up treasure for themselves as a firm foundation for the coming age 
And notice these next words. So that they may take hold of the life that is truly life. So Paul's saying, look, if you want to take hold of the life that is truly life, the way that you do that is you love like Jesus. You be rich in good deeds, be rich in generosity, and be rich in your willingness to share. Because the truth is, anybody can make a point these days. But this is how we make a difference. When we come together, and that's the way it leads to the life that is truly life. Okay, so here's what we're going to do. And notice, I said, here's what we're going to do. So I know you're online and there's a big temptation to just sort of be passively paying attention to what I'm saying, but I want you to get ready to engage because I'm about to ask you to actually do something. We're going to come together and do something all together. Okay. So let me give you a little bit of background on Be Rich. So at Grace Community Church, we partner with a whole bunch of amazing nonprofit organizations all around our city. What we learned pretty early on is that it didn't really make a lot of sense for us to create a whole bunch of different programs to help people when there were already amazing programs that existed. We said, you know what, let's just find the best organizations in the city, many of them Christian, but some of them not, and let's just partner with the ones that are doing an amazing job. And let's, let's support them financially and let's support them by volunteering in their organizations. And, and so we do that on a, on a regular basis all the time at Grace, every single week, in fact. But today, as we kick off Be Rich, we're going to go above and beyond to support our nonprofit partners. And so what this looks like is that Anamaya, who is our director of compassion and justice initiatives, she approached all of our major partners with, with this question. What would make a difference to you and what would help you to make a difference? And then we got all sorts of feedback. We got all these different project ideas that are addressing poverty and homelessness and food insecurity and sex trafficking and foster care. And of the many different projects that we are going to be funding this year for Be Rich, I just want to share with you real quick, I want to share with you three projects uh, just to give you a flavor for, for the kind of work that we're going to be doing. So many of you have heard of our partner named Little Lights. Uh, Little Lights serves underserved children and families in the district. And um, one of their program centers that is in a, um, that is in a low income um, apartment community, they want to do some, some light renovations to just spruce it up. They want to get some new computers. And I think this is super cool for these kids, maybe because I like to play video games when I was a kid, but they want to, they want to put in like a, like a video arcade for the kids. And I just, I think that's awesome for, for an after school homework club to do something like that. Um, another organization, the Carpenter Shelter of Alexandria, they want us to come alongside them in this brand new program that they're creating that is going to provide fresh produce for all of the families that have actually 
graduated from the shelter who are now living in independent housing and provide them fresh produce for one year. Because what they found out is that, man, fresh produce is expensive, but that's one of the big needs for families. And they just can't afford it because it's a lot cheaper to just eat food that's not that healthy versus food that is. So we want to do that. And then the final project that I want to tell you about, there's many more, but don't have time to share all of them with you. The final project is um, Project Belong. Now, Project Belong, they are a, a huge foster care organization. And um, and what they have found is that the numbers for, for kids that are aging out of foster care, so once they turn 18, the statistics are really, really, um, they're tough. Uh, they found that 70% of young women are pregnant by the time they're age 20. And 89% of young men have been incarcerated by the time they're age 20 as well. And so um, one of the things that they've just recently discovered is that um, those numbers go way down. Like they dramatically improve if the person aging out of foster care has an adult mentor in their life. And so they are creating a program called Don't Go Alone, where they're matching adult mentors with foster kids. And man, we are so excited to come alongside them and help this program just to, to really take off. So there's a bunch of other programs too. And, uh, and we would, we'd like to just come alongside all these organizations and, and really bless them. So, so here's the deal. What we want to do is we want to come together as a church to be able to make a difference in our community. And what I'm asking of you and, and for our whole church is a hundred percent participation. And in exchange for a hundred percent participation at Grace, we're going to give a hundred percent of every dollar that comes in between now and midnight of November the 12th. We're going to give a hundred percent of every dollar away to our partner organizations. Now, I was doing a little bit of math, just some some rough calculations, because maybe you're wondering, hey, that, that sounds really cool. I, yeah, I think I might like to, to give to be rich. But you're wondering, like, yeah, what, what, what should I give? What would be like a good good contribution amount? So what I figured is that if every single person who is engaging with this message this week, and that's you, okay, if every single person who hears this message this week gives $40 to be rich, then we will raise $50,000 for our nonprofit partners for, for these, for these projects. Now, maybe not all of you can, can afford $40. And so, you know, just give what, whatever makes sense for you. We've also identified another $75,000 worth of projects because we know that many of you are just so above and beyond generous. And that's typically, you know, where, where this sort of lands with funding. So, um, so we're really, really excited, but, but now here, this is the moment. Okay. This is the moment where we're all going to come together. This is where we're going to put the mud masks on our faces. Okay. We're going to get, we're going to get down and dirty. All right. I want you, every one of you right now. Okay. You're online right with me. Okay. This is not a passive. You're just listening. I want you to, to turn from whatever you're doing. Look right at me. Okay. And you're going to go to trygrace.org slash give. All right. So open up another tab, uh, get another device. If, if you've got me on your phone right now and the phone's all you've got, go ahead and just pause me and go to trygrace.org slash give and go ahead and give to be rich right now. 
Now, I don't want you to miss this moment. This is really important. Okay. Maybe right now you're, you're, you're deliberating, you know, Oh, should I get, should I give that $40? Maybe, you know, you need to go talk to someone about the amount that, that you want to give, or you want to take some time to pray about it, but don't miss this moment because this moment may not come again. So it's not so much the amount, it's the moment that matters the most right now. You'll, you can still go talk to that person and, and figure it out and pray about it. But, but whether it's $40 or $4 or, or whatever it is, mark this moment. Let's come together right from your home or your car or, you know, wherever, wherever you are right now. And let's lean in and let's do this together. Let's be the church. Let's come together to make a difference. And here's the thing. I don't want you to miss out. I don't want you to miss out on taking hold of the life that is truly life. Go to trygrace.org slash give right now. If you're like I am a lot of times when I'm at the end of, of a sermon that I'm watching or listening to online, that you're like, okay, cool. That was, that was a great message. I kind of got my good takeaways and I have some things to think about and I'm good. But no, that's, that's actually not what we're doing here. We are actually taking action. We are doing something together. We are marking a moment. So go to trygrace.org slash give right now. And you might be like super annoyed with me at this point and think, how long is Derek going to keep droning on about this? This is, this is getting ridiculous at this point. The reason that I'm continuing to to try and poke at you a little bit is because I want you to know that you're not alone on the other side of that screen, that you're a vital part of our community, that all together, all of us, and that's you, all of us, we are going to make a difference. We are going to be a blessing We're going to live out this thing Jesus is saying. It's more blessed to give than to receive. And so just, I don't want you to miss out. I don't want you to miss out. I I want you in a few weeks when we report back on all the things that that are going on, all the different projects. And then, and then months from now, as we start to share stories about lives that have been changed, I, I just, I want you to really have that feeling that you, you were part of it, that you made a difference in our community. So, um, One more time, trygrace.org slash give. Let's come together to make a difference. Let me pray for you. Uh, God, uh, I just thank you for opportunities that you give us. And Lord, I just even want to thank you if, if, if I was annoying to some people um, here at the end of this message, Lord, because I, I just want everyone to be presented with the opportunity to be blessed, to, to be able to give. And Lord, I want to also pray for, for all of our nonprofit partners and for every single life, every adult, every child who's going to be touched through this Be Rich campaign. I, I pray you do just extraordinary things in us and through us to make a difference. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, thanks so much for hanging with me today. And I hope that you'll join us for part two of Be Rich, where we talk about how we can come together to serve to make a difference. We'll see you soon.